and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay, and I'm your host, Craig Wells. Well, it is my pleasure. You do not want to miss today's show. I would tell you, invite your friend, invite your neighbor, share this with someone either around the corner or around the world. I have Kevin Couch all the way from Raleigh, Texas with Tabernacle Worship Ministries. He also um, is the uh, founder of David's Heart. That's a worship band and also frequency and also, also, also. <laughs> Just, this dude is unlimited talented. And uh, they're down here ministering with us. And so happy to have him and his beautiful wife, Clarissa, as they're down here visiting One Tribe, as well as right now being on stage at Coffee in the Cosmos right here in my office. Well, we were engaging yesterday talking about how to go into the courts and how to go into mobile court. And um, I know somewhat of that. I teach somewhat of that. Uh, they know a little more than that than me. And he showed me a mobile court uh, experience last night that I was like, it's got to become a podcast. So hopefully it's for you, but I'm going to listen to this podcast a lot because it really ministered to me on how I go to the mobile court. And I really want him to be just as descriptive as he was yesterday because that made me be able to see on the other side of the veil, visualize the mobile court a lot better than I've ever done. And it really is awakening me to go in and be more functional inside the mobile court on the other side of the veil through the blood covenant of Yeshua. And if you don't know anything we're talking about, I'm about to turn it over to Kevin in just a minute, and he will kind of explain it to you because this is how you deal with things in your life, deal with your junk. We were just talking about dealing with bloodline things. I want him to talk a little bit about these things of why you go to mobile court, and then he's going to show us how to go to mobile court. So stick along for the ride as I get ready to pass the mic to Kevin Couch. Here you go, sir. Welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos. Turn thank it around. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. I, I love being in this area. Um, love coming to see you and visit with you. Um, so just to pick up where we were yesterday, we were talking about um, the mobile court system. Before we go through that and I give you that description, um, first of all, we have to recognize that there's a problem. We have to understand that we're still dealing with things, things that are either hindering us from moving to another level hindering us from getting from point A to point B. There's something in the way. And I begin to notice that there were things in the way that were keeping me from going from the place that I was standing to the place I really wanted to be. And let, let him know there's no judgment in that. This no, 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 no. This is something we should be doing. That's correct. Yeah, this, there's no, can I just sit this here? Yeah. There's no, there, there's no, yeah, there's no judgment in it. It's just, it's just, uh, it, it's part of dealing with our stuff, dealing with stuff that we need to deal with. Um, to get us to, you know, from the place, again, from the place that we're standing to the place that we want to be. In doing so, um, that, could be, that could be any type of thing. That could be an addiction that we're struggling with. That could be um, fear, anxiety, or, um, you know, something that we just can't seem to overcome. And we used to run to deliverance ministries. And like I was talking to you about before, Deliverance ministries work for a lot of people. Um, I, you know, I believe in them, but personally, I did go some through some deliverance ministries. It didn't work for me. Then I had to understand that there was stuff in my bloodline that I had to address. Bloodline meaning what? My father's father, his father's father, my grandfather's father, going all the way back. You know, you know, five, ten generations in my bloodline, 
See, I don't know what my ancestors did. I don't have a record of what these people may have engaged with or what they got involved with. I'm not, no, I'm not going to do that. But I, I have no record of what, they've de- of what they've done. But there is a reason why, there's a reason why the accuser continues to have this thing hooked inside of me. Because the, the, he feels like, well, I have a legal right to hook that on you. Whether it be, you know, um, uh, financial depravity. It could be that. It could be curses of why, why do I start businesses and they never get off the ground? What's going on? You know, why can't, why can't I have a successful relationship? Yeah. Why do all the people drive, get, go away from me instead of coming to me? Yeah. What's happening? How come I don't attract gold and silver to my doorstep? What, when I say these things, this, this is real stuff, okay? And uh, you don't know who, who someone made a pact with, or maybe they came into agreement with something they weren't supposed to, outside of the Word of God, outside of Yahweh. So... I began to understand that the mobile court system became very valuable to me. Why? Because I come into a, in that place, I come into agreement with my accuser. Come into your agreement. Jesus said, agree with your accuser lest he take you to court. That is a legal statement. Legal statement. And how do I cancel this legal right off of myself in the mobile court system? So what I was describing last night was, in order to access the mobile court, first of all, you have to understand, believe by faith that the court system is literally right like the hand in front of your face. You can call that court into session because Yahweh gives you that right through Jesus Christ. We always go in through Yeshua because he is the way, the only way. Going in through Yeshua means that when I go into that mobile court, I visibly see myself ascending the steps of a courthouse with pillars. Large doors open up, and I see these two very large angels standing in the doorway. They would be bailiff angels. These are bad dudes. These are, these are, they do not mess around. If you were to go to a court system in the natural, you would have to be honoring and respectful of the court and everyone in that court. It's the same in the heavenly courts. We have to be honoring and respectful of everyone assembled in that court. I walk in and I stand on a beautiful, polished marble floor. I look up to a bench. Again, if you go to the court system in the natural, you notice the bench is elevated. That's where the judge sits. Why? Because you're looking up at a place of honor. That's very important. The same thing in the heavens. We look up and we honor the Ancient of Days. We honor Yahweh who sits on the throne. We are not equal to that. We look up and honor that. Again, we're there because of Jesus Christ. To my right is the scribe angel. He's got a quill and he's writing in a book all the things that are going to be recorded in this court session. To my left is Yeshua standing with me as my advocate. He is there for me, kind of as if my lawyer. The Holy Spirit is present, the one that's helping me build my case. And then I see an area where these bailiff angels actually escort 
the accuser in bound and gagged chains and fetters. Why? Because that accuser is not able to speak in that court because he has no authority there. However, he can bring up things that he's accusing me of because I'm going to come into agreement with it. But he's bound and gagged because he is to listen to my repentance. Remember, the idea of the mobile court is for me to repent for everything in my bloodline. Coming into agreement means I may not be guilty of doing the act myself, but it's in my bloodline. Somebody did it, and it's allowing this hook to stay in me. So as we go through there, I begin by saying, Yahweh, thank you for your mobile courts. I call the court into session through Yeshua HaMashiach. As I come in through the blood of Jesus, I stand in your courtroom now. I thank you for the cloud of witnesses who are here to witness this courtroom session. I thank you for the men in white linen who are here to cheer me on, who are here to understand that what I'm doing is I'm bringing this into session because I desire to be clean, clean of mind, clean of heart. I want my bloodline to be dealt with in anything that's brought up by the accuser. And I want it to be void and nullified in this courtroom. That is my purpose. I acknowledge the Ancient of Days who sits on the bench and renders judgment. I ask that everything that proceeds out of my mouth that I agree with be judged. I ask for that because I want it to be done with. During this court session, the accuser may bring up many different things to me. As he does, I come into agreement with it and I repent of it out loud. I repent of this addiction. I repent of having this fear and coming into agreement with it. I repent of anxiety and coming into agreement with it. And I speak. I repent of this issue being all the way through my bloodline, all the way back to Adam. All the way back. I don't want to go just a couple generations. I want to go all the way through it. Because again, I personally am a mixture of many different things. And I don't know what my ancestors were guilty of. But I want my bloodline to be pure. As this is done, I look over and the scribe is writing these things down. He's recording in the book of life my repentance and my coming into agreement with what things the accuser is saying that I'm guilty of. As I'm doing so, I'm releasing the legality that he has to keep it on me. Because I'm agreeing with it, he has no case. The other thing is I ask for those papers to be given to me at the end of this court session. Those papers are stamped and sealed by the Ancient of Days. Yahweh himself says, forgiven. I say, I, I ask for the divorce papers of these things, that you judge those things that I have come into agreement with, knowingly or unknowingly, Sins that I've committed knowingly or unknowingly. Accusations against my brethren, knowingly or unknowingly. All those things are written in this document. When that document is sealed and stamped, then another, another piece is laid on top of that that is the divorce document. That is sealed, put together, and I ask for those documents. Why? So that I can, when that court session is over and adjourned, and I see the gavel come down on that bench, and I know that I've been forgiven, I'm, I'm not done. I'm going to take those papers, and I'm going to deliver that to the sea of glass.
I'm going to trade that on that sea of glass so it can be done forever. I don't want to put it in a file cabinet because I don't want to go back to it. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So I want it done, done, done. Now, does one court session wipe everything out? Sometimes. It depends on how deep the hook is. Sometimes it may take multiple court sessions to deal with something that you've been struggling with for a very, very long time. I've had to go into court multiple times to deal with the same thing. But I hope this visual, Craig, makes sense to you and helps you understand uh, what that court system looks like, what it, its purpose is, and why it's there for us. Um, it's really a privilege to understand how that works. We go there by a privilege. Now, I'm going to say this, and I feel important the importance of saying this, Craig. Um, <clears throat> there are more than there are many different courts, but you are not allowed to go there unless you are invited by Yahweh Himself. The mobile court system is the only court that we can access and we can go into through Jesus Christ, automatically available to us. The other court systems, which are my wife's going to teach on in another segment um, later, is, is only by invitation. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Yeah, because if you say if you're going to go, I'm going into the galactic court, no, you're not. You're not allowed to go to the galactic court. You have to be invited. So I need to make that, that very clear. But the mobile court system is there for all of us. It's there for us to access. It's there for us to utilize of getting those legalities broken off of us. Can I ask a question? I'm going to turn it right back over to you. Um, kind of give us just a run through, like you kind of explained it. Kind of just uh, do a mock courtroom section for, session for us um, because there is some repentance during that. Uh, there is receiving his forgiveness and the righteousness of that, correct? Yes, and there is sitting under the covering, a covering of his blood and the governance of Yahweh. And so if you could kind of just w walk us through that a little bit as if you were going through one so that we could listen to this and actually do it, go through it and practice. You know, Ian always says, practice, practice, practice. And I know this is something that we need to make sure everyone realize. This is by faith. We're doing it by faith. And we're doing it in the imagination realm of our mind, as I say, our image reveal realm, not Fantasy Island. But we are realizing in our mind and giving Holy Spirit full right to walk us through these things. So can you kind of explain a little bit about the repentance part? Because um, sometimes when we deal with things that are unrighteous or just out of alignment, it doesn't always have to be that. It could be sickness. You, you may not even have any unrighteous. You're just trying to find out what's holding that sickness or what's holding, like you talked about, that lack of finances or you can't seem to make a relationship work. Oh, what's holding these things in our life? So can you talk a little bit about the repentance part of it and the receiving of that stamp of approval from Yahweh? So in the repentance um Part of that, uh, in, 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 let's talk about relationships. Lord, you know, why, why are relationships so difficult for me? Why are relationships never pan out for me? Well, in the courtroom session, there will be a lot of different things that come under that category. It could be, you know, maybe the Lord's dealing with uh, narcissism inside of me. Maybe the Lord's dealing with a controlling spirit. Maybe so, there's something upon me that doesn't allow anyone else to get close to me. So, you know, you know, what does that mean? How do I how am I repelling the very people that I love and that I want to get close to me? 
Well, there's many different ways that I do that. Maybe I've got uh, an issue with love. Maybe I've got an issue with, you know, the way that I speak in, in my demeanor. Maybe I've got an issue in my delivery. So those things are what's going to come up. So as an example, let's, let's say that it, let's say that we're, we're having trouble with relationships. Let's use that one. Okay. So <clears throat> I start off by acknowledging Yahweh, thanking him. Yahweh, I thank you for your mercy and your grace. I thank you, Yahweh, for uh, the beautiful gift of your son, Yeshua. I thank you for Yeshua. Yeshua, I thank you that I can access the courts through the blood. I thank you that I can come through you in and through you as I step into your wounded flesh. I, I step into Jesus Christ. I thank you that as I step into you, that I'm going to uh, call this mobile court session Uh, call this mobile court into session and I'm going to enter in through Jesus Christ because remember he is the way the only way as I go into this courtroom father I thank you that as these doors swing open that I can stand in your courtroom father I thank you for the canopy of angels that sit over your throne I thank you for the, the cloud of witnesses that stand here cheering me on that always look to me to do the right thing. Hebrews 11. I thank you, Father, for the men in white linen. I thank you for the scribe angel who's going to make a record of everything that's going to proceed out of my mouth. I thank you that this court is going to be witness to my repentance of these things that are going to come up. Yeshua, I thank you that you are, you are my, my advocate. I thank you that you're with me. You stand with me. Ruach HaKadosh, I thank you that you assist me in building my case before the bench. Father, I look up to this bench, and I thank you for the Ancient of Days who sits at this place as judge. I thank you for El Elohim, who is my judge. No one else is my judge but El Elohim. I thank you, Yahweh. And as I call this mobile court into session, I ask that the bailiff angels bring in the accuser bound and gagged, fettered and chained, so that he cannot refute my repentance, that he has to hear the repentance of my voice and what I'm speaking into the atmosphere. And as I stand in the mobile courts, I become very vulnerable because I allow those things to come up and I wait. I wait to hear what comes up. And the first thing that may come up is, Kevin, you're not, um, you're, you're, you're judgmental. You have too much condemnation in you. Father, I hear that. I repent of being judgmental where I've judged incorrectly outside of your word. I repent of being, uh, uh, of carrying condemnation towards my brother. I repent, Father, of looking at women in the wrong way that I should. Father, I repent of, of, of not uh, taking into account someone's growth and where they're at. Remember, this could be anything that the accuser brings up, and the Holy Spirit reveals this to you as it comes up into your mind. Father, I thank you that as I repent of these things, that it is written in your book. 
I thank you, Father. I ask for the divorce papers from these things that have been hindering me in relationships. I ask that it be voided and nullified today in your court. And I again, I wait. I wait. I wait until it's clear, until I don't hear anything else. And then I look up and look at the mercy of the Ancient of Days, Yahweh looking down at me and says, you're forgiven. I wait until I see the gavel hit the bench. Then I know the court session is done. I thank you, Yahweh, that you give me the divorce papers of these things, that I am no longer being legally bound by what I'm being accused of. And I look forward to the new relationships and things that are going to open for me that you have planned for me. I thank you, Yahweh, that as I go all the way back through my bloodline, it is wiped clean. Remember, what you're speaking out of your mouth is actually manifesting. It's important that you not do this just in your mind. It's important that you do this as I'm talking to you now. It's important that this is a, an act of faith coming out of our mouth, actually declaring these things are happening. Okay? Remember, the more you do this, the more real it is. The more you do this, the more you're actually standing in that courtroom. For real. We start with our imagination. But remember, what we, what we practice makes perfect. And what we practice comes into fruition. And it actually is a real deal. When I go to the mobile courts right now, I can be in my driveway outside of my house. I'm in court. Right, right. For real. Okay? Now, um, do not super... This is important. There are protocols. Never take somebody else into court. Never. Do not think, ooh, I'm going to take uh, my sister into court because she's offended me. Nope. It does not work that way. Yeah, no, this is for you. This is for you. You will be in contempt of court if you do that. Remember, you don't go into the court system and cut up. You wouldn't do that in the natural either, right? Yes, sir. You've got to be respectful of the court, who's in the court, and what they are there to witness. The other thing is it's important to get that paperwork because that is the sealed document that it is done. It's important. If you don't see the paperwork, don't leave the court until you ask why. Why can I get that? Maybe you're not done. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. This is all in, all in. Uh, it's all in faith, but it is it is in the spiritual that's taking place. It's on the other side of the veil. That's exactly right. And we all understand that it's got to happen in the spirit first many times before it even manifests in the natural. Does that answer your question? Yes, sir. And then tell them, um, you, know, you got the papers. You got the papers. All right. Father, I thank you for these papers. I thank you for the divorce papers. I thank you for uh, your seal on these papers. I thank you for forgiving me. I thank you for letting my repentance be heard and recorded in your courts today. And Father, as I leave this courtroom session, I step back out of your courtroom. Remember, you have to respectfully go in. You have to respectfully come back out. Lord, as I, as I come out of the courtroom now, I make my way to the sea of glass. 
And I thank you that you judge these things that I was once guilty of and guilty no more. And I trade this on the sea of glass. I leave it there so that it can, it can go away from me forever. And I ask, dear Father, that these documents be consumed by you and no longer represented as a record in my bloodline, in my mind, my soul, and my spirit. Thank you, Yahweh. And thank you for your forgiveness. Then I will spend some time just worshiping the Lord. I love worshiping in the Lord in the sea of glass. I love it. And I will praise him and honor him and worship him. Listen, this courtroom session is not something you do in five minutes. I have, I've, I've been outside of, I like to be outside my home because I like to see things in the cosmos. And I've, the Yahweh has given me different signs. I'll, can I share a couple? I mean, after the courtroom session, I've seen, I've seen shooting stars go over my head. I've seen stuff happen in the heavens, and it's fascinating. Uh, one time, Yahweh formed these clouds that looked like a giant hand, and he made it come right over my head. And, and the, the Holy Spirit said, is my hand not always over you? It was beautiful. You'll see things. Now, I see things. He allows me to do that. But you may experience all kinds of things. You, you will experience jubilation. You will experience joy. Remember, the joy of the Lord is our strength. You'll experience joy uh, unspeakable because you're no longer being held by that thing. Also understand that when you have conducted this courtroom session, your belief system does not detour from what you witnessed happened. The accuser may try to crop back up again and say, oh, well, you still have blah, blah, blah. No, I do not come into agreement with that. I went to the court. I dealt with that. I got the papers, put it on the sea of glass. Get behind me. Get behind me. Nope. You can't accuse me of that anymore. That was dealt with. Sometimes I have to remind, I have to remind the, the, the enemy that, oh, no, no. No, you were there. And I saw you there because you were bound and gagged and you had to hear my repentance. So don't, don't, don't even try. I've had, I've, I'm just telling you some personal stuff. Yeah, no, no, it's good. It's good. Okay. And, um, um, and praise, 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 praise. Always praise Yahweh. In praise and worship, the most beautiful things can come out. Also revealing can come out. Praise and worship will convict us a lot of times. Why? Because we're drawing close. We're getting, we're, we're experiencing that, that glory, that Shekinah, that presence of God that starts to reveal us, right? Because we're supposed to, we're mirrors. We're supposed to be reflective of him and his character. I want everything purged out of me that does not reflect him. And, and I'm not just saying that, I'm being, I'm being serious. But if there's a legal right that the, that the enemy has said, oh, I've got a legal right to do that. And I don't know about what my ancestors did, right? The courtroom is where I can deal with that. I can face it. I can address it. And the enemy has nothing to stand on. Is this helpful? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Once again, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. I know we went a little longer, but I pray to God that you listen to the whole thing and go back over it a dozen times. I do want to add just one little thing to get this in your spirit. You know, in the beginning, when I started doing this, it was a step of faith. 
I didn't feel nothing many times. And I'll be honest with you, there's sometimes I went to court on something and find myself three days later dealing with the same issue, whether it's something in my mind or an action or whatever. And so I would just go back to court. I didn't get under condemnation and didn't get under guilt and shame, though that tries to happen in your life because your humanity, right? Because we want to walk uprightly. Sometimes the enemy, and y'all know me, I hardly ever mention enemy, but he tries to use your desire for righteousness against you. And he does. And so don't don't worry about that. You just go back to the courts. I remember hearing Ian and Gustav and all my friends. Um, they're like, I've been to court sometimes nine months, 10 months on one item, on one item, because it just didn't break. OK, uh, even myself right now, dealing with some generational things that showed up in my, my mom that showed up in her mother. And now it's trying to show up in me. And I'm like, yeah, well, I don't want that. So I'm going to the courts and dealing with it. And I know through this process it will break all the chains, all the fetters, all the things off of me. And, and as well as many times I've done this and I felt absolutely nothing. That's why it's by faith. I can tell you there's been times I've done this where the glory of Yahweh just began to open up. The Holy Spirit began to reveal. Uh, one of the last big times I had, he said, step into me. And I saw myself stepping into Yahweh. Then he told me, step into Yeshua. Then he told me, step into the Holy Spirit. And it's like this cocoon of safety I just went into. And then I just well than that uh, but that doesn't mean that you won't have to go back and forth in court until that thing is completely broken in the natural realm you're breaking in the spiritual realm where you do it first then it will manifest in the natural realm don't be lazy let me help you with that real christianity of the deep things of god to deal with the things that you haven't dealt with or didn't know how to deal with sometimes takes time most of the times takes work so don't be lazy don't be spiritual lazy and just continue to do it now i promise you you'll see victories in your life whether it's wealth that you need or health that you need peace of mind relationships iniquity and things that seem to just don't why in the world every 10 years i act like this i've had people out listen i've been in ministry a long time i counsel a lot of people they be like going years and years and years and never have a problem with something then all of a sudden why that hook was still there yes they're forgiven we're not talking about going to heaven listen going to heaven is through Yeshua the Christ is a done deal we're talking about getting heaven on earth to get heaven and earth, you want to build the framework and the character of your soul to equip to carry the heavy weight of glory that's on your life. And that is one of the main reasons why I myself go to court and go to mobile court, that I can build the character to house the framework that I can equate to the glory that Yahweh pours upon my life. And he's pouring upon yours. Once again, Father, thank you for Kevin and his beautiful wife. And they're ministering in our house. And we're having a mystic class this weekend. They're going to be ministering to in church. It's just going to be an incredible time. Listen, we love y'all. I honor you. Thank you for being part of our Coffee in the Cosmos family. Well, once again, this is Sagima Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.